What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Spark Talk here on NFL Only. And we're going to go through our Week 7 predictions as well as go over some NFL news. Actually, some interesting stuff as well. So, Wyatt, start us off. All right, so uh, NFL is kind of is they're kind of worried about the Chargers, uh, their sales a little bit. Uh, they're they're obviously they they've been they're they moved to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and uh, from San Diego. Yeah, and uh, they're building the stadium at, at as we speak for mm-hmm. the Rams and the Chargers to play at. So so it's gonna be kind of like the New York Jets New York Giants situation, but. Uh, their venue, as of now, that they're playing at the stadium that they're playing at, only holds twenty seven thousand. So it that's, that's terrible. That's a terrible amount for uh, an NFL team. That's just it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Was and then the Rams. All right, so the Rams and the, the stadium they hold it at the uh, Rose Bowl, right? Um, the Coliseum. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's the Rose Bowl. If I'm mistaken. Yeah, but it they uh, their average attendance is sixty nine thousand. And the Chargers is twenty five thousand, so you see that big gap right there. Yeah. And uh, so they're just lo- they're kind of losing money at the moment, but they're building that stadium. So that's what they're they're concerned about them losing way too much money mm-hmm. to where the team could probably go into debt maybe. Yeah, or they would have to be forced to move back to San Diego where they know they could start making money immediately. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's an interesting situation. As far as like that whole money situation goes, but I think they'll be fine. It's in L- it's in L.A. NBA has two yeah. uh, Los Angeles teams in the Clippers and the Lakers. Obviously, yeah. the Lakers are the more dominant, but the Clippers still got a lot of people to go to their games. Yeah. And once the Clippers start being good and like viable at least, people go to the games. Yeah. Chargers are good this year. They have a chance to make some noise. All right. Yeah. They're gonna keep making some noise as long as Philip Rivers doesn't retire and they just like yeah. lose a quarterback. The team is good enough to win now and mm-hmm. win a Super Bowl and compete. And so as long as they keep doing these type of things, yeah. they'll start to build that money back when they get to Los Angeles. But right yeah. now, they're kind of a they're, they're sort of a lame duck franchise as well because they're not playing in their, you know, in like a huge stadium, yeah. like an NFL style stadium right now. Yeah, uh they're uh so they had to revise their revenue from 400 million to 150 million. Jeez. Yeah, so that like that gives you like the amount of like money that they're that's, I don't know if they're necessarily losing it, but they're not making nearly as much as what they should yeah. or what they planned on making, especially with a good team, too. So, yeah, so you want to go into the next one? Yeah. The next news. All right, so the next bit of news is uh, Nathan Peterman is getting benched finally. Uh, Sean McDermott has finally got over his obsession, obsession with Nathan Peterman and trying to start him. He's starting Derek Anderson. Who is a pretty good quarterback? He was a he did. He really led the Browns to an eleven and five record uh, back in oh seven oh seven oh seven. Jeez, yeah. that was a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, every time Cam got injured, he came in. He was a viable starter. You may remember the guy that went yeah. viral for um, getting upset for um, laughing on the sideline while um, while he was starting for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, and they were losing. A reporter asked him. Why was he laughing on the sideline? And you may remember his uh, little outburst after after the game, <laughs> where uh, he just he got pretty serious. But so that man's starting. Yeah, like you said, he's a good starter. He's a he's a solid quarterback. Way better than Nathan Peterman. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that interception you were talking about when he came in and threw a pick. What is it, pick six? Yeah, he threw an amazing <laughs> pass. Uh, got them the lead actually, and then. Uh, 
turns around, throws an interception. Uh, they were tied. They, they were obviously tied. They were tied 13-13. Uh, throws an interception with a minute 40 left, maybe. Mm-hmm. Obviously cost them the game. So. Yeah, and that's kind of, that was his whole issue when he came in last year. Five picks in the first half. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Just sit him out. Josh Allen has the elbow issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't really gone into detail about, like, I guess what's wrong with his elbow just outside of it he's, being an issue. And he's going to miss a... Extended period of time. Yeah, a good, a good amount of time, like three or four weeks. So if you have any guy come in, they're going to send solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're a team that they could... I wouldn't say sneak into the playoffs, but they could be a seven to nine, eight and eight team and show some promise because their defense is the not defense that bad. Is, the defense is pretty good, and their uh, pass defense especially is good. Uh, obviously, they need some uh, improvement in the wide receiving core. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. in the offense in general, because Josh Allen hasn't played terrible. He's actually played pretty good. Uh, I don't like how people are saying he's a bust already, or he hasn't. He's not living up to that first round. Well, you have to give him time. You have to give him weapons. Carson Wentz had a terrible rookie year. I know he started like three and and all that, but like he had a terrible rookie year. Like then they went uh, one and uh, one and twelve the rest of the year. They went three and zero. They went like four and twelve, five and eleven, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, put up some terrible numbers because he didn't have any offense around him. What they do, they put pieces around him to help him flourish. And guess what? They won Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, he should have been, in my opinion, he should he was the MVP of last year. Yeah, before it, he got hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah, just do that with Josh Allen, and I think Bills fans are going to be happy. But you need to, He's you, got a lot of talent. It's just yeah. raw talent. Yeah, but... Hopefully yeah. he can stay healthy, though. Yeah. Because if this is a sign of things to come, mm-hmm. as far as, oh, his elbow's already hurt, mm-hmm. is he a guy that's going to keep taking hits? Is he a guy that's going to keep putting his body on the line? Yeah. That's a little... If I was a Bills fan, I'd be a little scared about that, because as a Colts fan, I was scared about luck. Mm-hmm. As an Eagles fan, you can be scared about Wentz trying to move around. Deshaun Watson as a Texans fan... Guys that move around trying to do things with their feet and take these hits to make these throws, uh, it is a little worrisome. I mean, Andrew Luck missed a year and a half of football. So hopefully it's nothing too serious with Josh Allen. I mean, he's able to come back during this year. But I think Derek Anderson starting gives him a viable option at QB, just allows them to at least compete. And I think it act- I'll get into the act- – I'll save that for the prediction in, in a minute. So let's move on. All right, so – the next bit of news is, uh, I think my second overall like draft prospect would be uh, Nick Bosa. Uh, he's not returning to Ohio State, which is smart. Um, this is a simple fact: is he's been injured. You don't. You, first of all, uh, Urban Meyer. He's probably gonna force him to play since he's, he's he's their best player. Yep. He's gonna force him to play if he comes back. So, don't risk it. You know what I mean? You've been injured. You don't want to end be up... be a top-five pick. Eddie Jackson, uh, for the Bears, probably would have been like a second-round pick. Fell the way in the mid-fourth because he broke his leg. Yep. Uh, and you see... And he's know, a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. So, uh, see where he came back on. I don't know why. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Nick, uh, but Nick, Nick Bosa, Bosa he, he's a really good player. He is a top-five draft pick. Same oh, thing easily. With, same thing with Christian McCaffrey. He's battling injuries his senior year. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. Smart. Doesn't get injured. I'm, Look what he's doing this year. I'm all for players sitting out um, and not playing. I'm, the, I'm for it. Get the most money possible that you can. Like, yes, people can call it selfish. Like, oh, well, they're just not a team player. Like, dude, if you had millions of dollars just riding on the fact that if you just stay healthy, 
you'll get at least a certain amount of millions guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Whether you're good or not in the NFL, that money can help so much after football. Because these guys only play for such a finite amount of time. Injuries build up. They just don't yeah. want to play anymore. They're not good enough. Or they're able to play for the rare amount of time that some of these guys are able to. Mm-hmm. I think it's a smart move. You've got a core injury. These things can take time, uh, a long time to heal up. Mm-hmm. And I would assume it's probably like a hernia, some type of uh, issue um, such as that, I would assume is what it was. Um, I could be wrong, but I just think it's a smart move. He's such a great player. Some, you know, People are saying he's better than uh, Joey, and that's hard to believe. Although Joey has had his injury issues this year um, as well. So hopefully that's not like a family thing where these guys just get injured a lot. But as long as he can just maintain um, and get better as a prospect and just build himself up and keep getting stronger, keep getting more explosive, keep getting faster, and build his arsenal of moves, the tape, you have enough tape on him. The NFL teams have enough tape to go back and say, this guy is a top five pick. And if he slides out of the top five, or dare I say even top ten because he sits out the rest of this year, he'll be a still in the draft. Mm-hmm. He'll be that guy like Aaron Donald. Now, I'm not saying he's Aaron Donald, but you look at it, pick number 14. Or Derwin James. Or Derwin James sliding to 17? Yeah. Dude's balling. Mm-hmm. He's a monster. So hopefully this doesn't hurt his draft stock. Yeah. I mean, if yep. he's picked in the top 15, it's all right, but I don't think it's going to hurt him at all, like I you said. I think he's top, top five. Yeah. Top and like you said. Because that's the second most uh, coveted spot right now in the NFL, a pass rusher. Von Quarterback? Miller. A pass rusher. Yeah. You want a guy that can throw the football and lead your team? You want a guy on the defense that can disrupt the other guy? Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll go on to the next bit. Uh, <laughs> does Adam Thielen deserve OBJ – and Antonio Brown money, AB money. I should say, yeah, OBJ and AB money. I think he does. Uh, he's the best receiver in football at the moment. Uh, he's th- playing like it. Statist- uh, statistically, he's the best receiver. Uh, and the thing is, we had him. Well, when we did a top ten video, we had him. Uh, we had him outside of the top as an honorable mention. Both yeah. of us did. Yeah, now he's the best receiver in football statistically. I don't. I'm not going to say that. Just. I would argue there, he's yeah. top. I would argue he's top five. Uh, yeah, so he leads the league in receptions with fifty eight, has seven hundred and twelve yards. That leads the league too in yards per game. Obviously, he leads the league, uh, and he's on pace to get one hundred fifty uh, catch one hundred fifty five passes this year, and that would shatter Marvin Harris's two thousand two record, which is one hundred forty three. He's on pace for how many receptions? One hundred fifty five. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, and I think he could do it. He has 716 yards. He leads the NFL. Um, he only has 50, 58 catches in uh, six games. That's yeah. crazy. He's a monster, dude. He is a, he's an absolute freak. He's fast, explosive, a great route runner, amazing hands, and he smart football player. He went undrafted, player. right? Went undrafted, yeah. Um, and I think we do this thing like where we look at the race of people. We do it with QBs where if it's a black quarterback, we assume, oh, well, they're just an athlete trying to play QB. Versus a white guy where we say, oh, well, this guy's smarter versus... We do the same thing with receivers or, or skill positions. Oh, well, this black athlete was gifted. Or this white athlete had to work hard. It it can go both ways. The dude, Adam Thielen's a gifted receiver. He's a gifted player. Um, so let's not take anything away from how special of a talent he is. Um, just because he went undrafted and had to do things unconventional. 
The dude's a gifted player. He's got some skill sets that you don't find in, in a lot of receivers um, at his size and and what he can do. Um, just multidimensional. He he kind of reminds me of I, – I was talking yesterday to somebody. Reminds me of Reggie Wayne. Um, Reggie Wayne Reggie Wayne was a special route runner. He was a special – he got had special hands. He kind of reminds me of that type of player, but actually better, in my opinion. Yeah, I like, I don't th- – uh... I, I kind of agree with you on that. That's a good comparison. Uh, cause, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we were talking about. Like, we're like his route running is great. Him and Stephon Diggs, they're, they're the best wide receiver duo in the league. Sorry, Juju. Sorry, AB. But you just had him. You, both of them haven't produced. Well, uh, Juju's, Juju's Ju- been. Juju's been produced. That's what I'm saying. Both AB's them, not been on the level this year. Yeah, though, uh, unfortunately. Sterling Shepard, OBJ, not producing at all. That's kind of due to their quarterback situation, but they're not producing as much. Uh, at the moment, I know like they have a they have a great quarterback who, for some reason, on some people's list, he's not like in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he he's in the top he's in the top ten right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he's just been balling, and the thing and it's due in part that Stefan and him have taken so much pressure off him by just getting wide open because they're just great route runners. Yeah, and it's a it's an underlying quality because you look at speed like oh we can work on route running. Philip Dorsett never really got the route running down. Mm-mm. So, it's it's the thing. Like route running is probably the most key thing in a receiver besides catching. And that's why the Vikings are still a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy like Thielen and Diggs out wide. I mean, okay, so maybe you double cover Thielen. It I guess it really hasn't proved to do much. But then you put Diggs in there. What are you gonna do? I mean, and I think going back to. Be, Thielen being a top five receiver, I think you could add Stephon Diggs in that top seven um, argument. Two top seven receivers on the same team? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, you want to get into the predictions? Yeah. Yeah, at the moment. All right, so we'll get into the uh, predictions in the first game, which is tomorrow, is uh, Denver at Arizona. So, uh, who you got? I'm gonna go with Denver. I'm, I'm just. I am too. I just, Denver, the, the the defense is great, and uh, Arizona has. I think the. I think they. I was looking up today. They had the worst rush defense, or something. Or they've led up ten rushing touchdowns this year, which is terrible. And uh, that's the only good thing about the. Uh, well, it's not the only good thing, but it is a crucial part in how Denver runs their offense because. Both of those two rookies are amazing, I think, in my opinion. I mm-hmm. think they're an amazing duo, or amazing tandem, whatever you want to call it. Phil Bonesy's a beast, Royce Freeman's a beast. Colin Sutton was one of my favorite receivers in the draft. I really want the Bears getting him. He's been balling, too. Uh, well, uh, Demarius Thomas has been balling. Uh, Manuel Sanders has been balling. Just Case Keenum's not a person to take over again. He's not a quarterback that you're going to say, hey, I want to pay this money to take over again. No, he's a quarterback that... You know, say, hey, I'm going to pay this money to manage it. They hand the ball off and throw 10 to 15 yards. Mm-hmm. That's all he's good for. That's not all he's good for, but that's what he, is, that's what he was brought there to do. Yeah. He can throw it deep on occasion, but it's going to be a 50-50 ball like Colton Sutton can go up and get or like Demarius Thomas can go up and get. So. And if Denver wants any shot of like making the playoffs, this is the game they have to win. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals are not really in a position to shoot for any type of playoff aspirations. Mm-hmm. For their team that could catch you slipping. And if Denver doesn't take them seriously, or if Denver's not playing well, which they really haven't uh, thus far, 
this could really solidify Denver just being out of the playoff race. Yeah. They'd go two and five. Uh, um, also, I would do if I'm an Arizona, like just as like a football fan in general, I want to see how Josh Rosen does against a pretty good defense. Uh, I'm not going to say really good anymore because they've lost some key pieces, but a pretty good defense with a with the best pass rusher in football. Uh, I want to see how he handles himself in that situation. Yeah, he, he yeah, has the weapons to do it. And Bradley Chubb's playing pretty solid this season mm-hmm. too. He's been. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't say worthy of a top five pick because he hasn't exploded into the yeah. league like you would want a top five like a like you would want a Nick Bosa to do, mm. or you know you would hope or Joey Bosa has done. Yeah, but he's been solid. Four and a half sacks. Uh, he's um, getting consistent pressure too. He's starting to get yes. Uh, I do want to see how Josh Rosen grows under pressure because the O line is garbage. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, they and. Are. Uh, so he's going to have to make some uh, throws under pressure, and I'm going to see how he's able to handle that. And uh, if you're an Arizona fan, this is the game that you got to watch for and see how he grows. He might not make a huge jump, but he might make some smaller jumps. You're going to have to watch out through the game, how he uh, fixes himself during the game. He might make a table pass like in the first quarter, but see how he fixes it in the uh, third and second quarter, or second and third quarter and going on. So if you're Arizona, you just want to see how he kind of handles himself in these situations like this. Mm. So, uh, we both had Denver. Yes. Uh, Simply because of the pass rush, yeah. I would say. That I think that's going to make a huge difference. All right, so we'll go to the uh, next game, which is Tennessee uh, at Los Angeles, which is... Oh, local. is that in London? Yeah, it's in London. It's in London? It was yep. time to start. 9.30, it's in London, yep. That's pretty cool. So, that does, that does play an impact. Will we miss that game? Yeah, we'll be on the road. Yeah, we'll be, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Chargers, right? I think I think it's hands down Chargers here. Uh, they've been playing, playing in London. Games get sloppy. Uh, I just don't trust the offense of uh, Tennessee. I'm going to go with Los Angeles. I, I'll do it, yeah, because I, I trust them enough because... Their team, you know, they're in a division with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And they need to keep winning to put pressure on the Chiefs. Um, granted, they could still make a wild card and whatnot, but why not try to make a run at winning the division? Mm-hmm. They have a good enough team to do they, it. They have a great shot to go in 9-2, and two, I think, before they face the Steelers. So they have a great shot of doing that. Yes. And they have, they have to put their foot in the ground like, hey, we're not going to play down to our level. Yes. They did it last week, and... They shouldn't do it this week. And Melvin, uh, Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon is balling this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude is playing great. I had him at number ten, right? In my pass rushes. I'm not talking about Melvin Ingram. I'm talking about Melvin Gordon, running back. Oh, I don't know why. I, yeah, I, I, I just I say almost, Melvin Ingram. I, I heard like, I said Melvin Ingram. I always mix their names up. But Melvin, I play on the same team. But Melvin Gordon is balling this season. Yeah. Dude's playing phenomenal. Um, he's a, he's one of the best dual threat running backs mm-hmm. in the entire league. Um, he's just a special player. Yeah. He he. I would say like if you had Todd Gurley, if you took a few things away from Todd Gurley, and you you would get Melvin Gordon. Like if you took away some of the power, and some of maybe the just like wow factor of Todd Gurley, you get Melvin Gordon. But that's still like a high level football yeah, player. He's the second. He's in the second tier of running backs. Yes. And the thing is, uh, Philip Rivers is actually playing like an MVP candidate. He's playing good. It's the first time he's done that since uh, it was 2014 when they made the. In the playoffs, yeah, uh, and uh, they lost to Denver in a close game that they I think they should have won in that game. So, uh, 
Chargers, they get into the playoffs, and this could be their road right here. They, uh, if I, I think they, they have, uh, they have, obviously have that Tennessee. I think they got Denver, uh, I want to say Denver, Oakland, and, uh, what was it, what was the last game that they got, uh, looking up here? And Seattle. So, yeah, so after this game, they have Seattle at Seattle, which is never easy to play at, mm-hmm. but I think they can pull that out. Oakland at Oakland, they're going to win that. And, uh, barring any injuries to Phillip or any crucial players. And then, uh, then they're back at home against the Broncos. And then they get Arizona. And then, uh, at NLA. And then they get, and then they face Pitt at Pitt. So they have a great chance of going. going on a win streak. Yeah. They're a te- yes, they're a dangerous team. Um, is Joey Bosa even supposed to come back this week? I don't know, but uh, he's been. I mean, he's been out all season. I don't think it matters uh, at this point. They have an easy doesn't. schedule where he can heal up and then come back in that pit game. And yeah. he can, he can play on a, he can play on a snap count because I still don't trust Pitt. Pitt, Pitt still has to show me something, but a obviously that more. could change yeah. by the time that game comes on. Yeah, so. uh, but yeah, I've got the Chargers. Yeah. So uh, next game, it. Uh, I don't like saying this. It's uh, New England in Chicago, and they destroyed us the past three or no. Past two times, we played them, and uh, yeah, last time they played was it a fifty point? Yeah, the last two times they put up fifty. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I New don't England, think that's happening New, this time. New England's never or never lost to Chicago with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Oh wow! Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hurts me to say that, but yeah. Um, and I think they're going to continue to stay undefeated. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong. I, I think it's going to be not. It's going to be like a 27-24 game, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to give them all we have. I'm like, ooh, this Bears team is actually for real. Mm-hmm. And I think Mitch Trubisky is going to play well. Yeah. I think he is. Uh, that defense is terrible. Now, do we have a shot? I don't know. I really don't. I'm not that confident against uh, New England because they just faced the Chiefs. We're a worse version of the Chiefs with a better defense. Yeah. So... Oh, our offense is a little bit worse than the Chiefs, I should say. So he knows how the game plan. He's he, it's the second week game plan for that same exact offense. Same type of system, yes. Yeah. Um, so I so that could hurt the Bears. That is a good point. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I think Trubisky is going to play well. Yeah. All right. We've seen Andrew Luck torch their defense. All right, and about come back and win the game by himself. Pat Mahomes. Pat too. Mahomes. Yeah. Did the same thing. Did destroy their defense. Uh, it took a. T- it took Matt Stafford, a top ten quarterback. Destroy, destroy their defense because he was like, "Ooh, let's run the football on them." Now, granted, all these yeah. things in common are t- kind of top ten level talents, right? Trubisky's in that. I would say you have your 15. first and second tiers. I would say he's in that third tier of. We still need to see some more improvement from him, mm-hmm. but I still think we've seen enough. I thought he played great last game mm-hmm. against Miami he against hit, a good defense. Three errant throws, which you're gonna get uh, with a quarterback like him in sense. Uh, He's young. He doesn't have a lot of experience. He's going to get some air and throws. Mm-hmm. But uh, besides those, he's, he he threw some great passes. Like, how did he make that? I uh, heard Victor Cruz talking. was on first take. And uh, he was like, uh, when he was with the Bears last uh, preseason, he was like, I've seen something in this kid because he, because uh, th- uh, supposedly he threaded through like two linebackers and a safety for a touchdown during the during our first or he threaded through the uh first team defense like that mm-hmm. through the two linebackers and a safety and then Victor Cruz was like this kid has talent now can he develop it he said he he thought it would take longer for him to 
get command of the offense, but him taking command of the offense so quickly is actually helping is like is blowing his mind in a sense for like he didn't he thought it would take like three years for him to do it, not one and a half years to do it. Yeah. And I mean this is a big game for Chicago. This yeah. is a huge game, all right? For New England, I mean New England is Four and two. Um, it's still Miami. still a big game. Mm-hmm. If Miami is able to win, Miami will take the, uh, the lead. Yeah. But New England's going to be able to. The the rest of the division, they'll still probably beat Miami again. Uh, like they'll beat Buffalo and New York probably twice. Um, you know that's six wins right there. That gives them ten wins, right? Or that would give them my five, bad nine. That'd be nine nine wins total. Yeah. I would say they're at least going to win two more, three more games, right? Yeah. So it's not going to kill them if they lose to Chicago. Because I just trust them. But Chicago, to beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, one, like you said, for the first time, it's never happened under those two against Chicago. They've never lost. Mm-hmm. If this young team can do that, that momentum is going to be huge. Because yeah. New England, uh, Green Bay and, and Minnesota are starting to pick it up. Both have both are 3-2-1. and one. Both teams, I think, have winnable games this week. Green Bay don't play this week. Oh, do they not? No. I thought of, oh, well, they, oh they, yeah, you're they, right. You're and right. And again, the tough part of the schedule, which you're I right. think they're going to, you're going to see, you're going to see the injuries pile up for them. You're right. You're right. They don't play this week. I thought I wrote them down, but regardless, they're still both of those teams are starting to catch up, and this could tremendously hurt the Bears in a division that is stacked. Because let's not give up on Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit could make some noise too, because they have a good enough team where they could shock some people. This division's mm-hmm. tough. And every game matters. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's gonna be a fun game to like to look at because we won't be able to watch a lot of the games. We're going to the Indianapolis and Buffalo game this Sunday, so unfortunately we won't be able to see a whole bunch of games um, like we want to. But th- this will be a fun game to keep an eye on because yeah. of the implications of it. All right. So the next game is the uh, Buffalo at Indy game, and I'm going to go with Indy. I don't know why, but I, I have a feeling Indy's going to win. You go with Indianapolis every single week. I think you have a theme here of stop. <laughs> well, like, I trust Andrew. Luck. I didn't go with I, – I picked New England that one week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two right. weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, I got uh, – That's an obvious pick. Well, Indy's been the, – they're in the – they're right there. They're in every single game. They're in every single game, and that's what you want of the young team. Uh, I forgot who said it. It was on. It was on the NBA Game Time thing on the NBA Network, and he was like, uh, he was talking about the Suns, and he was like, "This is what you want to see out of a young team because they were like uh, top in the league with like losing close games." Because mm-hmm. you're like, "This is what you want to see. You want to see your young guys get so close to a so close, but you want to see them kind of lose so you get better players early in the draft." Mm-hmm. It's definition of tanking. But they're getting in the... But they're developing. The, yes, but the, in their head, they're like, if we just get one more guy, if we just get this one, this one guy, yeah. these two guys, we could make a run. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can see that, but I've got Buffalo. If Nathan Peterman was starting, I would give I would give the edge to the Colts because really I would nice. think the Colts would have a filled day as far as the defense goes. And I think the Colts' defense is middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, bottom half of the league, but still closer to the middle. But with... Derek Anderson in there being a solid starting QB and the Colts defense, um, passing defense being what it is, facing just either solid or above average quarterbacks, it's pretty bad. Uh, Sam Darnold was able to torch him last week. I think Derek Anderson's probably going to have a career day like every single person does against this defense. Um, 
And yeah, I think Andrew Luck's going to have to put all the weight on his shoulders against a pass defense that is actually one of the better ones in the league. And I think he's probably going to throw two interceptions. He pro- he's probably going to throw three or four touchdowns because he's going to have to. Yeah. But I think a couple of those picks, he might throw two or three interceptions but like it, he did. Might not even be his fault. Like, the, like, two of them, like literally most of his uh, interceptions aren't this year aren't his fault. Like he's literally- got like eight interceptions this year. I'd say four, at least four of them are because receivers literally drop them. Or yeah. it deflected off them because they couldn't hold on to the ball. Yeah. So, but I, I still see those those turnovers happening. I can mm. see fumbles. Um, and I'm just not in a sit. I'm not in a place right now to trust Indy. So I'm going with Buffalo. Uh, all right. So the next game is going to be Miami at Detroit, and I'm going to go with Detroit. Oh, okay. Interesting. So. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go with well, uh, because it's not going to be as hot. Well, we don't live in Miami, so I don't know <laughs> that. But I believe. It's not going to be as hot. I'm not. I don't look at the weather, so I don't as much. So I don't really know if it's going to be hot in Miami. But uh, Bears, the reason they lost last week is because they couldn't tackle. Uh, I think uh, even though Bears have a better uh, defense overall than Detroit, uh, I think Detroit secondary is a little bit better than the Bears because Darius Slay. Uh, gosh, I'm losing losing it. The uh, other corners. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm losing it, but yeah, they have a better <laughs> secondary than the than the Bears. Darius Slay is underrated, though. Yeah, uh, and I don't think they're going to miss as many tackles as the Bears did. Now they could. Miami Keegan went through right home. Who said that? Who was talking about that? Who? He's talking about the worst thing. Was it Rod Woodson saying the worst thing in the NFL this year is the is the tackling? Yep. Oh my gosh, it's I'm talking terrible. every single team I watch. Yeah, no. Because they're I, afraid that they hit somebody, like, they, like, don't too and touch somebody, it's going to be a flag. Which, look, I understand for the for the average person that watches the game, does the average person want to see a 7-10 to 10 game? No, they don't. They want to see 50-60. to 60. They want to see the college-style t- games that we see, right? The mm-hmm. Big 12, 50-60, 70-point games that we're all crazy, yeah. right? I get it, but... I, I would say I would probably agree with you that their tackling is going to be better than Chicago's. At least their secondary. Well, and the thing is, though, Chicago looked like they weren't even, like, prepared for them. They looked like they were kind of looking ahead to New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Detroit, I don't think, has that type of mindset. Just with simple fact is you got Matt Patricia, who's on the hot seat because he got, he, he's he been doing better, but he hasn't blown me away a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he's going to pick up a win and – because Brock Osweiler, uh, we got to mention that too. Brock Osweiler is starting again against Ryan Tannehill. He is starting. So there's going to be a lot of short passes. So that's where I was getting that with the DBs. There's going to be a lot of short passes like there were last week. And uh, I think Detroit's actually going to come prepared. But like, oh, they beat Chicago. And Chicago should have beat them because they missed so many tackles. So all we had to do is just make tackles and we win the game. So, and that's what I think that's why I pick them. I'm going to go with uh, Miami. Um they're four and two, as a as their as their uh, record. They're three and zero at home though, yeah. and they're one and two away. So they're a different team at home, and I think Brock Osweiler is not. I think Adam Gase is a very very good smart head football coach, yeah. and he's a very smart offensive guy. Uh, I think yeah. he's going to put Osweiler in positions like he did last week to allow the skill players around him to make the plays. I don't think he's going to allow Osweiler to lose the game for them. Yeah. Um, and I think Osweiler will play well enough within that system. 
Um, and I think Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore are going to have big games. Um, and I just and I just see at home with Miami playing pretty good football, minus those two weeks in a row um, a couple weeks ago. Minus those two weeks, Miami's a pretty solid football team. Yeah. And, and like you said, I just don't trust Matt <clears throat> Patricia right now. Um, I'm not super sold on him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's that bad. I, just I don't, don't either. Think, I just don't think he's great. I think he's good. He's he's he's, he's okay. He's like Jim Caldwell, but a defensive-minded head coach. That's yeah. what he is. He's perfect for uh, Detroit. Just he did. Yeah, a he good, did coach. A there. Good, but not great. Uh, so the next game is going to be uh, Minnesota in New York. Oh, the Jets. My the bad. Jets. The yeah, Jets. the Jets. I don't know why I said it. yeah, but the Jets. Uh, <clears throat> I got the Jets. Oh, okay. I know Minnesota has played really good lately, but something about Sam Darnold just like he turns it up against better teams and better quarterbacks. He's a baller. He's my favorite quarterback in the draft for that reason. <laughs> Still think Baker Mayfield's better yeah, yeah. overall, but yeah, I, he he's shown flashes. Him, Allen, like all the quarterbacks that I played have shown flashes. Even Lamar's got in and made some yeah. flashes. So it's uh, yeah, and. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. He just plays good against he he plays good against good quarterbacks. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. The three wins: uh, Matt Stafford, Andrew Luck, and uh, who they beat. I lost. I lost. This, I lost the second team. I don't know why I was doing. Who are you talking? About? Who did they beat? The, yeah, they beat the Detroit. Detroit, and they beat the Colts. I don't, I can't remember. <laughs> Let me look. All right. Yeah, but. Now. He just, I don't know why he just turns it up and then uh but also Minnesota's defense just hasn't been that good. Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. 34 to 16. Yeah, a good defense. So, uh not the best quarterback in the world, uh but a really good defense and uh Minnesota, I just don't I don't know what's their deal uh with their defense right now. Uh their secondary is kind of lackluster at the moment. Even though they have Harrison Smith and Xavier Rhodes, if they're able to attack the other the other sides of the field that th- that they're not on, I think Jets are gonna. They could run away with this if they if Kirk Cousins gets stopped once or twice, because and I love that New York Jets defense. I love it because they're young, they're hyper, and they will get after you. And I I, I love their defense. Their defense is amazing to watch. Uh yeah, I mean look, I was thinking about putting the Jets. I thought this was a game because I think the Jets are a team that. Is gonna go nine and seven, eight and eight, and yeah. not a lot of people are gonna be. Oh, oh, they had a pretty solid year actually. Yeah. Uh, but I think as of late, the Eagle or the Vikings are their defense is playing yeah. uh, is playing better the past couple games, allowing twenty one points to the Eagles and then seventeen to yes a lackluster Cardinals offense, but nonetheless seventeen points. Mm-hmm. I think they're starting to get back on. Sh- that, that that's the thing though, seventeen to a lackluster uh, Arizona offense. But against a rookie, another rookie quarterback, though. And the Jets' defense was torched by Andrew Luck. Yes, they had three interceptions against him, two of which were off receivers, though. If those two receivers hadn't dropped passes, maybe Andrew Luck would have drove down and had five or six touchdowns. And one of them came off of Marlon Mack. Just, uh, one of the three came off of Marlon Mack just tipping it up backwards until he got intercepted for a pick six. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh... But that's the thing, though. They're hyper, and that's what I like about them. Because they're like, oh, they're going to make those plays happen. They're going to get a tip ball interception. Uh, I say Kirk Cousins throws two picks. 
He might throw two picks, but I think he's going to throw four touchdowns. I think and Adam I think, Thielen and D- and Stephon Diggs are going to have big games. And I think, uh, it, especially if the Jets can get the running game going, because I've liked the running back tandem. Uh, I think it's very underrated with Isaiah Crowell and uh, Bilal Powell, who played at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember watching him play at Louisville. Uh he was he was good. I was like he's he's gonna be a solid back, and he's been a he's been one of the most underrated backs I think in league history. He's he's that because hey. he uh, blew up out. He play he's so solid that he's going to get you yards, and he's a tough runner, and so is Isaiah Crowell. And uh, I just don't trust that um, Minnesota defense just yet. Give me this game. I want them to prove me wrong. I want okay. them to beat him. I'll I'll throw this out there. Mm-hmm. In the absence of Everson Griffin. Tied with J.J. Watt for the league leading sacks is Daniel Hunter. Daniel. Is it Daniel? Yes, Daniel. I thought it was Dan. Whatever. <laughs> Daniel. Look, people, guys can be named that too. Whatever. Anyways, I'm terrible at reading. Regardless, he's tied legally with J.J. Watt with seven yeah. sacks. So he's stepping up big time. Yeah. Um, and I think the Jets' offensive line is lackluster. Not not the worst in the league, but they're definitely not one of the top. The, the bottom half. Yes. And I think he and the rest of that Vikings defense could have a big ha, could have a big day getting after Sam Darnold. And if they can do that, Sam Darnold's going to have to move around, make those Brett Farvish type of plays. And we're probably going to see, in my opinion, more bad plays from Darnold this week mm-hmm. than good plays because I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see we'll see. It'll we'll be an interesting yeah. game. Uh, so uh, it's Philly or not for, uh, it's Carolina at Philly. I read it backwards. Uh, I got Philly. Okay. I just... I don't know. Cam Newton, like, that's weird. Like, it's not Cam Newton in general, but it's more like Ron Riviera and that team. Mm-hmm. They kind of fold when they place, like, a good defense a little bit. Uh, not to say that they're not going to win. I just don't know if I trust them enough against a good team. Mm-hmm. They haven't been great this year. I know they're defending Super Bowl champions, but it's in Philly... And I just I have, a, I have a gut feeling that it's going to be it's going to be a really close game. It's going to be like 24, 21, uh, 2017, maybe twenty nineteen, or twenty one nineteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down who has the ball last. And uh, this is me going on about. I guess I'm going to say Philly has the ball last, and they're going to kick a game when he field goal. Okay, I think it'll be a close game though, because I think yeah. Um... I think if we look at the Panthers, I think they're a solid football team. Mm, uh, they could be a playoff team. They're three and two. Mm-hmm. They're fighting against the Saints for the division lead because yeah. we all know the Bucks right now. I just think they had their run early. Yeah, that crazy Fitz magic. I think they're gonna start dwindling off. Yeah, we all know the Falcons. They're just so depleted on defense. They're not gonna really contend unless yeah. Matt Ryan plays like an MV, like the MVP he was mm-hmm. with Kyle Shanahan. So the Panthers are in a good position to make this division tough for the Saints. And if they're going to do that, they're going to have to be good teams. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles, they haven't impressed me to be like, is this a Super Bowl? Was this the defending Super Bowl champs? Because, like, yes, I thought they got back on track last week against the Giants. But Eli Manning, we've talked about it. Eli Manning has just not been impressive this year. He's not been able to make a lot of plays. Um, and even so... Um, Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. played phenomenal against yeah. that defense. And I think Christian McCaffrey could have that type of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to pick the Panthers because I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be a big X factor. 
And I think their quarterback, Cam Newton, is clearly at a different level right now than Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, and Yeah, it could be. Uh, I can see it honestly being like a uh, what, 34-37 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could, yeah, it could be high scoring. You never know. Yeah, because yeah, like I don't know. I didn't look at it that, that way for some reason. I kind of looked at like Cam Newton always kind of folds against better teams, like they did against Atlanta last year or this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Atlanta had some injuries going into that game. They had, I think they were missing Dion and uh, uh, County Nil going into that game before everybody else got injured. Uh, I know Cam got banged up in that game with a dirty hit, mm-hmm. but they just don't. They don't. Appealed to me like since their Super Bowl run, they just haven't appealed to me as they're, they're going to beat. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're going to beat that better team. Yeah, uh, that are what is presumed to be that better team. So that's uh, why that's why I'm picking Philly and Philly's at home. So it gives me a little bit more comfort, and I love Jake Elliott as a kicker, and I think he's going to make a game winning field goal. I guess so. he has experience doing so. Yeah, that'll be a fun game to watch. I just yeah, want there's just some games I thought. Oh, oh, a little nugget here. Uh, okay. Little, uh, fun fact. Uh, last year Jake Elliott made a sixty-three yard field goal against the Giants. Okay. Graham Gano made a sixty-three yard field goal this year against the Giants. Against the Giants. Oh, that's uh, can oh. come down to a sixty-three yard field goal again. Interesting. Yeah. Or two sixty-three yard field goals. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So. Uh, all right. We'll go uh, Cleveland at Tampa, and I got Cleveland. I'm gonna go Cleveland. I don't too. know. This, this is a toss-up for me. Uh, it depends on how Baker is. If he's healthy enough. You know what I mean? He injured his knee last week. I think we talked about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, he injured his knee last week, slipping on a first down marker. And uh, his knee or ankle, I forgot which one it was. Uh, and can he bounce back against a defense that isn't the best? And I think he can. And I think that defense is going to shut down Jameis Winston because I just don't. You know, Jameis Winston played really good last week. I don't know if I trust the O line to keep him safe enough because we've seen what happened with uh, Chicago, in that like just the uh against a really good defense, they some they for some reason just like deplete for some reason they just like don't exist. Mm-hmm. The offense does, and I think it's gonna happen in this game. Uh, things gonna be like closer though. Things gonna be like twenty to thirteen maybe twenty to ten, in a sense. But I think Cleveland's gonna pull it out. I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Um, yeah, it's in Tampa, which it's not like. Games played in Tampa are always kind of weird and odd. Mm-hmm. Um, it always kind of favors Tampa more so. It's any Florida team in general. It's weird because of the it. weather yeah. and I guess just the field conditions down mm-hmm. there. But I'm gonna go with Cleveland because Tampa has one of the worst defenses in the league. Yes, yeah. they fired Mike Smith, um, but they have given up the most yards in the league. They're, I think they're the worst scoring defense in the league, allowing 34 points per game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield, as long as he's close to 100 percent. Can have a huge day to where he's able to um, go off and actually yeah. explode um, stat wise. And get them back to five hundred, a much needed five hundred. In a division that is tough and yeah. tight, so I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Yeah, uh, and then uh, what was it? We had the uh, Jack uh, Jags Houston at Jacksonville, yeah. and winner takes the division, right? Uh, yes, yes, that is well, right. If well, if it'll be a tie between. If, well, if, if Tennessee, Houston wins, it'll be a tie between Tennessee and Houston because they yeah. both have win over Jacksonville. Um, but we we both agreed Tennessee was not going to win. Yeah. So so in our in our eyes, this is going to be for the division lead. Yeah, and I think uh, Houston's going to win. I agree. Uh, just Jacksonville never plays good against division opponents. We've seen that against uh, Tennessee, and their offense just hasn't shown up shown up since the uh, Patriots game. 
It really hasn't. It's been non-existent. Blake Bortles has... He went so far up... Yeah. ...that he, like, crash-landed um, on another universe. He's not playing well at all. Uh, Leonard Fournette being out hurts them a lot. And against the top... Uh, the NFL's top sack leader. Not, not to mention that you don't have... a. Uh, uh, Jadavion Clowney on the other side of him. Yeah, let's, so, let's not talk about that. And, mm-hmm. now, and Sean Watson's starting to get back in the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, he didn't play amazing last week, mm-hmm. but like we talked about Buffalo before, Buffalo has a solid pass, one of the better pass defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. So against a defense like Jacksonville that has a great um, pass defense. It's going to come down to which quarterback plays worse. And i go with Blake. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's going to play worse. Uh, because uh, we've we seen it last week with Buffalo. Uh, Deshaun Watson played like it, it was terrible. Uh, he he had a couple fumbles. Uh, they were getting after him, and if Jacksonville can even get that, it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's mm-hmm. going to be like a thirteen to nine game, and I think uh, I don't. I just don't trust Blake Boros to go down and score a touchdown. And that's why I got Houston winning. I think Houston's going to be able to go down and score a touchdown. Granted, I could see I could see this. I could see us being wrong for the simple fact. Jacksonville was blown out last week. Yeah. They could come back with a vengeance, and they could mm-hmm. blow out Houston. Yeah. I just see – but I do see Deshaun Watson playing well. Mm-hmm. I don't see them blowing out Jacksonville like Dallas did. Yeah. But I do see Deshaun Watson, like you said, who's going to play worse? It's going to be Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. And I think Deshaun Watson will make enough plays um, against that defense. And I think J.J. Watt and J.J. Van Kleiner are still yeah. another huge games. Um, so, yeah, Houston. All right, so uh... – the next game is, I think, the game of the week. Uh, yeah. New Orleans I like that at game, Baltimore. It's a fun game. And to I'm watch. going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with. I'll let you choose and then come back to me. The Both teams are in my top five. Mm. Um, I, th- I think I have New Orleans at two. Yeah. And Baltimore at five. I think I have Baltimore at five, too. It's at Baltimore. Baltimore, I think, has the best defense um, period in the league right now. Right, I'm going to go Baltimore um, just because I trust that defense. And Joe Flacco is playing with the chip on his shoulder, and I think he's going to make a, he's going to make plays against a secondary that, for some reason, played great as a young uh, as like as a young unit last year, mm-hmm. and they just haven't. Perform like they should, like Marcus Lattimore. They've been lackluster. Yeah, Marcus Williams just uh, hasn't showed up at all, and uh, I think John Brown's gonna have a big day. I really do. I think John Brown's going to destroy them. I think John Brown's gonna have 120 yards and uh, a touchdown. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I'm picking up Baltimore. It's gonna be high scoring. I feel. I don't know why. I I have a feeling it's gonna be high scoring because you can't stop Drew Brees. And that's why I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah. I think Drew Brees, you had him going MVP at the beginning of the season. Yeah. We all laughed at it. I was like, it's kind of weird. You weren't even sure about it, and you still picked him. And he's playing like an MVP candidate this season. The Saints are a team, I believe, can win the Super Bowl this year without a doubt. Yeah, they'll yeah. have to probably go through the Rams to get there and probably have to go into Los Angeles. But, dude, I trust Drew Brees. I trust Mike Thomas. I trust those running backs. And Cameron Jordan and that defense, Marcus Davenport starting to come along. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna continue to get better as a unit. Mm-hmm. And and look, I don't trust Joe Flacco all the time. I think he's up and down. And as much as I love the Baltimore defense, and I think they're a defense that could win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've got to see how Joe Flacco performs consistently. Yeah. And I'm not sold on it versus Drew Brees. I know it's at Baltimore, but I'm going to trust Drew. Yeah. <laughs> so we have different independents there. Uh, so we're going to go to the next game, and I think we can just wrap this up in one thing. It's 49ers. Four, uh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I want to save you that point right there. Uh, yeah, Rams, best team in football. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep it going. Uh, they're going to be undefeated until they get to <clears throat> the Chiefs, and then we'll see about that. Uh, be, man, they get, I can't they, wait for that. They get the, they get the pack. I like how we're talking about next week because – Is that next week? The Packers, yeah. They're at Green Bay. No, no, they're at Los Angeles. They play the Packers next week? The Rams do? I think they're going to destroy them. This is something about this. They, they're, they're able to get after the quarterback. We'll, and, we'll uh, save that for next week. But. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that we carried away on that. But uh, <laughs> San Francisco, they played great last week. Uh, CJ Beathard is going to be the hottest uh, backup quarterback like Matt Flynn was mm-hmm. when uh, whenever he was going around. Uh, but this is going to be a blowout. It's going to be like 27 to 10, something like that. Yeah, one of those type blowout. of blowouts. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah I, I agree with you. I don't. Uh, Cooper Cup's not playing, which I don't think he has to in this game. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a blowout. Unless they can, unless they can surprise somebody and like catch and catch them in a trap big game, this could be a trap game. Uh, they could be looking forward. Aaron Rodgers playing amazing this year on one leg. Blah blah blah. I just think it's marquee funny. matchup. So they could be in a trap game, but I think they're good enough and they're level headed enough. And Sean Payton's such a or Sean Payton, my gosh, Sean McVay. They're all the same people to me. Uh, <laughs> they act the same, but Sean McVay, such a great coach. Uh, and I think he's going to be able to say, like, yo, we got something special yeah. here. They don't got Jimmy G. We should maul over these guys. And I yeah. think they're going to do it. So I agree with you. All right. So. Uh, Interesting game coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's the way Houston goes and it says uh, uh, Carolina's going to win, that means this is a division leading matchup. Yeah. Uh, and I got Washington. I'm gonna go with Washington too. I don't. I don't agree with uh, Dallas being all the way up there in the Super Bowl running, uh, along with Green Bay because they just haven't proven much except that Aaron Rodgers can throw on one leg against bad teams. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and same thing with uh, Dallas. They just haven't beat anybody that has wowed me yet. Uh, this could be that game if they're able to dominate. Well, they this dominated game. Jacksonville. That wowed me a little bit. Um. I don't know. It, just, uh, more, it was more due to the fact that I, I don't trust Blake Bortles, and Blake Bortles was... Not good. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, if Dak, if Dak can continue, and Zeke can continue to play better, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a 17-14 game, 2017 game. Uh, I just think Washington has the better overall team, and they're more experienced. And I think they're going to pull it out. I, that's why. And I think they got the better coach. Yeah, and I trust Alex Smith over Dak. Mm-hmm. Um, I trust their receivers, even though I'm not. I don't love Washington's receivers. Granted, uh, I like Zeke more. I than, love the tight ends, though. The tight end situation. Yeah, and Jordan Washington. Reed and Vernon Davis. Yeah. yeah, it's a great situation there. And uh, uh, and I do trust Jay Gruden uh, more so than I trust Jason Garrett. I think Jason Garrett should be gone. I think that's really the biggest issue with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think Cole Beasley is going to duplicate what he did last week. Um, I think. Look, I think Ezekiel is going to have a great game. It's just what he does. But Washington's got a good defense. Josh Norman is playing at a high level. They've got great interior defensive line play. Um, they've got solid linebackers. 
Ryan Kerrigan's a great pass rusher. And I just and I just think, look, I think it's going to come down. It's going to be a close game towards the end. It'll be a Cowboys might be driving, but they just can't get it done type of game. Um, but I see it being more like a 21-17 to 17 type of victory for the Redskins. Uh, yeah, and it's also a homecoming for Adrian Peterson, too. He's from Texas. Well, no, he's playing. They're playing in Washington. I don't know it's like a homecoming game because like oh he grew, he grew up a Dallas fan and yeah all that wanted year. to play for Dallas yeah, yeah. so uh, maybe he'll get his chance to shine mm-hmm. he's been playing well this year too yeah he's been playing pretty good uh, turn about the clock a little bit so uh, we went to the Sunday night game they got moved it was originally supposed to be that Rams and the San Francisco thank game thank goodness it's not because I would not have watched it uh, <laughs> Chiefs for the second straight week but they're at home this week it's Cincinnati at Kansas City. Uh, I want to go Cincinnati. Ooh, okay. And New England's going to take the division lead or take the conference lead. Okay. Right. Uh, I just I trust Andy Dalton to throw on a depleted secondary without Eric. Uh, I said Eric Reed without Eric Berry. Eric Reed should be signed, by the way. He is signed. He is signed. Panthers. Oh, that's right. I forgot. about like last week, didn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah. Good for him. He deserves to be signed. He's a really good player. Yeah. He uh, is. uh the uh, what was that? Well, Eric Berry. Without him, that defense is not the best. Without Justin Houston, Dave Morris. Yeah, uh, Justin Houston's able to play. I'll give them a better shot, but it's gonna be it's gonna be like a thirty-four or thirty-seven game. Like it, like it's the gonna Atlantic, be more, like, Yes, that's exactly Atlantic the way it's was. gonna be. Uh, and I think Andy Dalton's going to take advantage because he's a veteran quarterback with one of the best receivers in football. And a Hall of Fame receiver. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure a Hall of Fame receiver. Um, man, it's it was a hard it's a hard decision for me. But it is an Arrowhead, so. But it is an Arrowhead, yeah. which is hard to play, and that's why I'm. That's mainly the biggest. That's the biggest reason I'm picking the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, that's what popped in my mind, into yeah. my mind was Cincinnati versus Atlanta. I think it's going to be the exact same type of game and yeah. atmosphere. Kansas City defense is like, if you had to rank defenses, I think it would be. Tampa Bay is probably the worst right now, and Kansas City is like a is like tied for last, in my opinion. Yeah, they're playing atrociously. Um, it's weird though because they have the best uh, third or third down defense in the league. It's which so is, weird, which is fine because they it's like they they play the sticks, and that's what you do when I'm third and you play the sticks, and they're really good at doing that. I just don't think Cincinnati's going to be in that third third and long range to be like, hey, we're going to play the sticks. I don't think they're going to run all over them. I mean, I think Joe Mixon's going to have a big game. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think so too. Um, and look, I think Cincinnati's defense is good enough. Mm-hmm. They could maybe slow down Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen because Matt Ryan was able to torch him. Yeah. Um, and I think Pat Mahomes is better with better weapons and better coaching. A bold prediction here. Travis Kelsey and Vontaze Burfitt get into a fight. <laughs> Okay. Because yeah, he, man, he's head man. Vontaze is head He's making a list, and he's like, I'm going to... Who I'm also, going to this is a yeah. matchup between two teams that have been historically bad in the playoffs over the last 20 years. So, and now, and Kansas City won, what, a couple years back? Or yeah, I guess a couple they, years back? Uh, Cincinnati still hasn't won. Texas, so. uh, Texans team, right, that didn't have a quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. But, and obviously they got cheated out of the Steelers game. I'm not going to go into that uh, with that terrible holding call, but but yeah, regardless, um, Cincinnati's a team I still think is yeah. going to be a playoff contending team. They'll be there late in the season. I just think Pat Mahomes um, and that offensive power with Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. 
I think it's going to be able to overmatch uh, AJ Green and Andy Dalton mm-hmm. and Joe Mixon. Yeah, the reason I picked Cincinnati is because you think it'll be the other way. I, well, I just don't trust that defense. That's, yeah, that's true. City. Uh, all right, so we'll go to the Monday night game and uh, what could have been a at the beginning of the season a really good matchup: uh, New York Giants versus Atlanta Falcons. All right, in Atlanta, let's just say. And I'm gonna go with Atlanta because it's in the dome. And I need Matt Ryan to give me like 40 points like he's been doing the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I trust him to do it, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with them. Look, I think it's actually could be an, a fun game to watch. I don't think it's going to be. I think it could be because I think... Um, well, they are depleted on, on defense. I think, the, I think the Giants, I think Eli Manning could have a big game. I think he could play... Um, Pretty big because, like we've talked about, their defense yeah. is depleted over in Atlanta. I think OBJ could take advantage. I think Saquon Barkley, especially, he was he was started slow this season. He had a couple big plays, but I think he's starting to run more consistently, and now he's starting to prove why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Number two pick playing pretty freaking well. That was a pretty crazy game. Some of the some of the moves and plays he was able to make against that uh, Eagles defense. Mm-hmm. And against some of the players he was doing it to, just make you scratch your head to like, look, I'm not going to compare him to anybody. I'm going to compare him to himself because he's a different breed of player. Um, I, you know, we'll see what I'll see where he ranks at the end of the season compared to a lot of a lot of guys. But Saquon's making a great case for top five in my opinion right now, as far as what he can do in a multifaceted uh, situation in that offense. Yeah, and so. Look, but I, I do agree with you that the Falcons are going to be able to. And, uh, well, they also got Devon, uh, Devonta, Devontae, Devonta. On uh, IR. Yeah, he's on IR. He's el- eligible to return. But he probably won't. I, I don't think. Uh, well, I think Tevin Coleman's just as good, and I think Tevin Coleman's going to be able to lead a charge. Uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be like 40 to 13. Okay. I just think that, yeah. I just don't trust that Giants team. Especially with all those I mean, I don't either. Especially when your owner's calling out your players and all that. Owner's calling out players. Players calling out. Coaches calling out players. Players calling out coaches. Players calling out QB. QB not caring. QB can't move in the pocket to save his life so he can't throw the ball, except for five-yard dink and dunks anymore. What's going on? The Giants should have drafted the quarterback. I love Saquon. I'm loving what I'm seeing even more and more each week. But for the love of God, draft a quarterback at number two when your quarterback is like 80 years old and can't walk without a cane. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But. And, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so we're going to pick Atlanta. We're going to pick Atlanta. All right, so, and that wraps it up, I think. Yeah, that wraps it up. The, there go our week seven predictions, um, and as well as, you know, discussing some of the news. Is Adam Thielen a top five receiver? I think um, he is. Yeah. Maybe he deserves money. I would say so right he now. He deserves his money. And yeah, I would say so right now. I think he is too. And uh, Derek Anderson's a lot better quarterback than Nathan Peterman. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, for sure. I could. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Nathan Peterman would torture me. But <laughs> yes, it's a lot better situation for them. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, me and Wyatt are going to think of some stuff, but I want to start getting into more of looking at the draft prospects coming into this year. Yeah. And maybe we could do a Saturday show of talking about some of the draft prospects at each position. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll think more about that, and then we'll let you guys know, or we'll just put a video out yeah. um, in, the, in the coming next couple of weeks. So thank yeah. you guys for listening. 
Um, thanks for tuning in. Follow Wyatt at underscore Sparky underscore four on Twitter and Instagram, and then follow me at Varsity Ginger fifty five on both of those as well. Um, hope you guys have a great day. See you.